What's up, everybody? This is Majet from Diva Girl Tribe, and you're listening to the Diva Girl Radio Podcast, the show that connects, supports, educates, and empowers people who want fun, unique, and diverse experiences in their lives and businesses. All right, so now we are on to Stephanie. Stephanie Ball. Stephanie Ann Ball is one of the East Coast premier high-performance specialists and the founder of the Illuminate Your Legacy Academy with over 15 years experience in performing arts, music education, human behavior, and personal development industries. Her unique skill set has helped hundreds of creative leaders achieve extraordinary results when it comes to reaching their goals and getting themselves organized. Her academy is the home for the first of a suite of personal development courses, the Productivity Prologue, where students can learn simple strategies to set their projects up for success by tapping into their values, mission, and vision. Her talk tonight is the secret keys to confidence, how to stand in your power and your light. This talk will explore some creative ways to harness more confidence so you can rock your day all while learning to celebrate your most authentic self. From setting firmer boundaries to taking ownership over your to-do list, Stephanie will share some insights performers use to spark confidence from within so you can get it done with sass and panache. Welcome, Stephanie. Oh, sorry, I was muted for a second. There we go. Uh, Wendy, that was amazing. Thank you for that fantastic intro. I appreciate that so much. Um, Amanda, that was awesome. Like, I'm so honored to be paired with you tonight. This was really excellent. And there's some fun kind of synchronicities that are going to come up in my presentation that really echo and affirm everything that you talked about tonight. So I'm so looking forward to this. Let's get right into it. So we have some time for questions. So hang with me for a second. I'm going to share my screen here. And I think we should be good. Okay, awesome. So, uh, hello, welcome. My name is Stephanie. Yes, this is the Secret Keys to Confidence, How to Stand in Your Power and Own Your Light. And I'm so excited to be here to talk about this with everyone today. So thank you again to Diva Girl for having me. I have been having some incredible conversations with all kinds of women from all over the world about confidence. So it has been something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And it's also something that I have been working on diving deeper into in my own life as I you know, start doing more things with my company and start exploring different ways where I can really serve. So this, is, this has really been an excellent opportunity for me to explore some of this stuff. So I'll give you a quick overview of what we're gonna talk about tonight. First thing, I'll give you a quick intro and I will tell you who I am and how I got here. I'll keep it short because I know that's uh, probably not what you're here to hear. <laughs> but a lot of people ask me, what in the world does singing opera and being a voice teacher have to do with teaching high performance? So I will give you the story so you understand the background. And then we're going to chat a little bit about what confidence is and what that means and what it might look like in your life. From there, we will very quickly review the three keys to confidence that I will give you some actual practical strategies that you can use and take with you. 
And then we'll do a wrap up and I will kick it back over to Wendy so we can hopefully get into some cool conversations and answer some questions and have a great discussion on this fantastic first day of the conference. So without further ado, uh, here is my introduction for you. Some of you I know, but if you are new to me, my name is Stephanie Ann Ball, and this is a picture of me in my natural habitat, so to speak, in front of a grand piano. My background is in the performing arts. I'm a professional opera singer, and I'm also a voice teacher. I've got a studio full of just the most incredible voice students that I get to learn from every day. And that's what I'm doing when I am not working with my high performance clients. So my story kind of has some winding roads to it, a few, you know, loops and twists and turns and surprises. And the connection between high performance and being a musician, really confidence is at the root of it. It's really very interesting. So when I finished my graduate degree a few years ago, I was like, yes, okay, amazing. Here we go. I'm going to go out into the world of opera and have an amazing career and it's going to be fantastic. And very quickly, I realized that I only received part of the story when I was in school. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was a whole lot of stuff that I just didn't know about how to successfully you know, manage my audition schedule, how to learn music efficiently, how to get on stage under a lot of pressure and sing for a whole lot of people and nail it and do a really, really amazing job when you're tired, when there's other stuff bothering you. I just wasn't prepared and I couldn't perform at the level that I really wanted to, to move forward word in the industry. So what happened, boy, did my confidence take a hit because it was all of these, as Amanda, you said it so beautifully, all of these external factors were affecting my confidence. And before you knew it, I was singing poorly. My technique started to take a nosedive. I stopped getting auditions. I stopped getting offers for jobs. And I had this very low moment where I was about to quit singing. It was something that I had worked on for my whole life, but because I felt so such a powerful lack of confidence in my abilities, I almost gave up. Fortunately for me, that did not happen because I found an amazing mentor who talked to me about, okay, so this is just something that we need to take a look at and help you develop these skills. This is all stuff that you can learn is what she said to me. And it created the most powerful shift because I was able to tap into my own personal development, boost my skills around singing. And I got really good at it. I got good at it. I started getting jobs. I started building my voice studio. And that is what led me into the path of high performance because I said, okay, well, if I can figure this out and if I can be on my A game under extraordinary pressure and stay calm and stay cool and collected and get up there and make it look easy and have fun, I want to be able to teach that to other women, regardless of what industry they are in. So that is how my two worlds came together. And it's been a blast. I have so much fun and it brings me so much joy every day. So let's talk a little bit more about what confidence is and how you can tap into some of these tools to step into your own power and use these skills to feel confident on the daily with whatever it is that you're doing. So uh, when we get to some of the questions and stuff, I would love to hear what does confidence mean to you? This is the kind of thing where confidence has a different definition for everyone based on what 
it is that you are doing in your life and how you want to feel every day. For some per someone, confidence might look like, I want to be sure that I, you know, really show up fully for my family every day. And, you know, I want to make sure that I can be an amazing mom, an amazing wife, an amazing partner, whatever. That might be what it looks like for someone, but for someone else, it might look like I want to make sure that I'm getting better at my job every single day and I'm improving those skills. Whatever it is, it's such a personal thing. And the kicker really is this is another shout out to Amanda. It's finding that self-confidence to be able to rely on all of those internal cues that allow you to get a little bit better and step out a little bit more powerfully every single day. Okay. I actually pulled this from the dictionary. This is from Merriam-Webster. Uh, confidence turns out it has a whole lot of different definitions, right? So if you look at this, a feeling or consciousness of one's power, etc., faith or belief, the quality or a state of being, it's got a couple different layers to it. And the things that really stuck out to me echo right back to that internal feeling of self confidence that you can generate from within whenever you need it. If you have faith in yourself, a belief in yourself, and if you trust yourself, you can find that deep rooted self-confidence whenever you need it to keep moving forward and really realize your goals, but also ripple that confidence out to everyone else who is in your world. This is a lifelong practice, okay? So some days you're gonna feel super confident, others you may not feel very confident, but it is something that you can really lean into and learn more about it. And this is something that you can grow as you move through your life. So with that said, let's get into some of this a little bit more. Okay, key number one, get in tune with the essence of who you are. This is one of my favorite things to talk about. And I uh, built a training around this that I give all the time because it was such a pivotal thing in my life and it was so powerful for me. So I talk about light, the concept of light all the time with my students. I put it in the book that I wrote. I talk about it you know, with my coaching clients because it is such a powerful metaphor <laughs> for me. And a lot of that comes from my background in the theater, right? There's this, for my theater people who are watching, you will have some fond memories come up when I tell this story, but for part of every performance, there's always a tech rehearsal where everybody goes into the theater and all the performers get on stage and we've got the crew up in the lighting booth. And the whole point is to go from position to position to position on the stage and line it up with the lighting cues, right? Light is so important when you want to be seen and you want to be heard, light is a critical factor. So we would stand there and we would have to listen to the cue and then see where the light was gonna be on the stage and physically move your body, walk your body into where the light was gonna shine on you and stand in it so you can feel the warmth and you can get you know a good sense of where it is around the rest of the stage and memorize that position. So it becomes easy for you to get there and tell your story to the rest of the audience. Now, to successfully pull that off, it takes a lot of courage, right? Especially when you're in costume and you're about to sing or if you have lines to say or whatever, the kicker is you have to know the story that you are telling so well that moving into the light to share it with everybody else is a no brainer. It's like easy, right? So in our day to day, oops, here's how 
we can make this happen. You can tune into your essence by really getting deeply aligned with your core values. And your values are those tools that are like in your bones. You're born with them. They tell you who you are. They tell you what you stand for. It's like that line in the sand that you draw that tells you something is okay with you or something is not. And when you tap into what your values are, then it becomes so easy to line it up with your passion and your purpose. What kind of impact you want to make, what kind of you know, what kind of work you want to do in the world. If you tie those, tell your values and align all of that together, it just becomes this really joyful process. And when you have that, then all of a sudden your mission, your vision, your action plans, making decision, it becomes so easy because you are that in tune to the essence of who you are and what you want to bring to the world. So when you find that, suddenly you just become more confident in your day-to-day. -day. It's easier to say yes. It's easier to say no. It's easier to understand what kind of projects to put on your to-do list. And time management becomes much more easier. You can just take the sense of ownership over your day when you know who you are at that deep core level. It's so powerful. So I really implore you, I please do some work around tapping into your core values and how you can explore that because that will kick your confidence up quite a few notches right off the bat. Key number two, please focus on your incremental progress over the outcome. Um, process over outcome, process over outcome. I say this all the time. If you attach too much meaning to that outcome, that's when the failure becomes difficult. Because if you're trying something new, you're not gonna be very good at it at the beginning, right? It's gonna take you a while to get there. So if you focus on getting a little bit better every single day, then the better you get, the more your confidence increases because you can see your own process um, and look back and just celebrate your progress. And it becomes this really magical way to look at how far you've come. Do I have cat people watching? If you're a cat person, uh, drop something in the chat. <laughs> I can't see it right now, but I will look back and see who y'all are. I used to have this cat who was like the king of this. He has more confidence than I've ever seen in an animal. And he would do this thing where every morning, my husband and I used to have a bedroom with two doors on each side. It had some French doors and it had doors into um, another part of the house. And so this cat would come in every morning totally determined to figure out how to wake us up to get his breakfast. And he would start by, you know, just kind of hopping on the bed, doing a little kneading, walking back and forth, meowing very gently. And if that didn't work, he would try something a little more aggressive. He would hop onto the nightstand, bat a few things off, hop up onto the dresser, swatted a couple of paintings. And this went on for quite a while. This went on for months where every day he would come in and he would find a new way to get our attention, to get us up out of bed. Sometimes it would work, sometimes it wouldn't, but it did not matter to him. He was so committed to getting better every day because he knew he would get what he wanted eventually. And what a great what a great analogy to this. If we all had the confidence of a cat to just keep at it until you got what you want, holy moly, we could all be really making some waves <laughs> in the community. So I, that's one of my favorite stories to talk about because he really was relentless. Like it was pretty nuts. And 
when you're thinking about how you can focus on being more confident with the processes in your own life, here are some things that you can try. First of all, give yourself permission to start where you are. Um, there's always this gap that happens, right? When you're learning a new skill or when you're hoping to get a little bit better at something, we look at where we are and we look at where we want to be. And at the beginning, it just looks like miles away and it feels, it can feel daunting and it can feel scary and intimidating sometimes, but that's okay. You are where you are. This is a process. The power is in the process. So if you just say, okay, this is where I am right now. And that is totally fine. I'm going to commit to being a lifelong learner around this and get a little bit better every single day. And that's really where the joy comes in because suddenly you have taken away all of that pain of not being good at it and all of the feelings that can come with that. And just you're on the journey. Choose some metrics. So choose how you want to track your progress. So you can look back and say, oh my gosh, a week ago, it was like this. And now it's like this and celebrate yourself. Ugh, I give you so much permission to celebrate yourself as you move through this journey because you can really have a chance to just be joyful and playful about this. And a lot of confidence will come from adding more fun into the mix when you're building a new skill set. Lastly, prepare to practice. As I said, this is a lifelong practice, tuning into your self-confidence and finding ways to boost that skill set. And this is something that you do have to pay attention to all the time. Um, like I said, I have these brilliant students that I teach. Uh, one of them in particular, she, she, I have learned so much from this young woman. And it's the kind of student that it's like a once in a lifetime thing that a teacher gets to teach a student that is this brilliant. She's been in my studio since she was about 11 years old. So we have gone through, you know, a lot of developmental phases here and she's very close to graduating high school. And she's brilliant. She's so bright. And it's just amazing to teach her because she always comes to this lesson and we start each lesson the same way. I say, hey, welcome to your lesson. How was your week? We chit chat a little bit. And then I say, what can I help you with today? Every week without fail, she says, well, I was having a little bit of trouble with this this week and I was hoping you could help me figure out how to get better. It's remarkable. She is never discouraged if she's not good at something, she never beats up on herself. If she has a hard time with the concept, she just comes to her lesson and she says, I need some help. I would love it if you could help me to get better. And this is how I've been practicing. And can you give me some tools so I can practice this more effectively? So I am better at my lesson this week. Like what a lesson right? She has helped me to learn how to practice more and practice better just because she's so inspiring. And I don't know if you've heard the phrase, uh, practice makes perfect. Has anybody heard that? It's really actually practice makes permanent. What you practice is what will stick. So find a way to practice having your confidence in a way that is going to make sure you're building this skill set in a positive way instead of something that's going to be detrimental to your self-esteem. Okay. So one of the great things that I like to, um, tell people about a really good tool is reverse engineer it. You can do this backwards. If you look at, okay, this is where I am now. And then kind of use your imagination and visualize where you want to be. Then ask yourself the question, well, what would make me feel more confident about this right now? What can I start doing right now? What small step can I take every day to get myself a little bit closer to where I want to be? 
then you are in control, right? And it ties right back to the other two points. You have the control. You can practice this a little bit every day, track your progress and keep it all lined up with your values. And then you'll start to see this growing and growing and growing. And it'll become just an amazing experience. And soon you'll be excited to see how can I practice this a little bit more every day because I'm doing so well. It's like a cool cycle that starts to happen. The more you practice, the more confident you get, which is going to make you want to practice more and the more confident that you get. It's awesome. If you feel stuck, because I realize this is a little bit, you know, this is a lot to kind of take in sometimes. Amanda, you said this at the beginning, everybody has had a moment where they felt super confident about something, right? So if you are feeling stuck and you're like, oh my gosh, I just, I don't know why I can't tap into this today. Grab a memory, think about some part of your day or something in your life where you felt really, really, really deeply self-confident about sometime, something and drop into your body. So just sit and think, okay, this is what it felt like. Not what you were doing, not what the outcome was. This is what it felt like. Tune into the physiology of it. Think about your posture. Think about how you were standing. The mind-body connection is so powerful. So if you can tap into the physiology of what confidence felt like, then you can try it on a little bit and your brain will go, oh yeah, oh, I remember this. I have felt this before. And you can start to apply it to different things. It's like a little shortcut that can kind of help you pop into the right state of mind. Similarly to if you're having a bad day and you want to lift your mood, boost your spirits a little bit, you can get there by talking about what you're grateful for. It's a very similar effect. If you have something like, if you've got a power song, if you've got a song that you, the second you hear the first couple of beats drop, you feel pumped up and like you can conquer the world and do anything, put that on. Anchor yourself to a piece of music and that makes you feel more confident. You can find a poem, something that you like to read. There are all kinds of tools that you can use to tap into that state of being to help you with this process so you can get a little bit better every day. All right, that's it. I think I got it in under the time. Uh, so now I'm gonna kick it back over to Wendy, but thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining me for this. I would love it if you would keep in touch. I love chatting with people in the DM. So please send me a friend request on Facebook. You can also find me on Instagram and LinkedIn. And if you're interested in the book, you can grab it at ownyourlifebook.com. If you're interested in the academy, in the course and the courses, you can get that at illuminateyourlegacy.com. And I'm so looking forward to joining you for the rest of this week and having fun and learning and just hearing about, you know, what everybody is up to and the impact y'all are all making in the world. So thanks again. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you at our upcoming events. Go to divagirltribe.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at DivaGirlTribe. Become a member and join our DivaGirl411 Facebook group.